1: Is a member of the Great Big Owl family. And I had, I had, you know, I had a look through it when I said, when I sent it to you.
0: Yeah.
1: And as I said, pre, when we chatted uh, uh, in the messages, I said that I would, my fear for this was that it would be too boring. Uh, no,
0: this, there's, listen, there is literally no such thing. I have had hour-long conversations about uh, usb ports on this ah. podcast the most important thing to remember is there is there is no threshold for for boredom i do not care about my audience it's all about having the most mundane conversation possible that's okay that's, that's the dream, that's the dream. Mm. welcome back to my Mate bought a toaster and this week i'm joined by the fantastic comedian eleanor tinnon good morning eleanor tinnon hello
1: hello tom thank you for having me on the show very very welcome
0: you're very well well i mean i i started this conversation by saying thanks for doing this and you were like comedians do podcast tom get over yourself get over yourself
1: Ah, uh, well, that wasn't the intention to. Co- <laughs> That's why it wasn't my intention to come across. I, I was, I was seeking to deflect the praise that I didn't feel was earned in your, um, <laughs> in your
0: compliment. Are you it's, are comedians
1: you, want to do podcasts?
0: Well, of course. Otherwise, otherwise, where is our purpose? Mm-hmm. Um. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Probably can't
0: even gig now. No, exactly. Are you are you not a fan of the praise? Shall I keep the praise? Uh, I've got a few dials in front of me for making podcasts, and there's one dial which is praise your guest. I can turn that down or up. What's your
1: no? Don't don't turn it down yeah. um but but i i like it uh subtle okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> right yeah. right right oh yeah. i'll press
0: the subtle button it's just above it i i mm. had this recently one of my uh bosses at a radio station that i work on said you know i really I re- he was very positive he said, i like what you're doing and i don't need to go on too much about this because i know you find it embarrassing and i was like N- no I, d- I don't i don't find it embarrassing i want you to re- really go into some detail as to how good i am like I absolutely love it. What I'm saying is if you could praise me throughout, that would be great.
1: Sure, yeah. (laughs) Um, I I feel like I'll be limited in what I can offer in terms of the fact we haven't met or worked together before. So I'm going to have to... I really like your voice, though. It's, you're doing that's, and you're breathing really yeah, well throughout yeah, all of this.
0: Yeah, that's it. All of those, great. I'm just, um, just repeat those ones to be honest. And okay. Just yeah, just jump back on those as we go. That's that's ideal. Um, okay, all right, all right. We should probably get on with the actual format of the podcast, I'd imagine. So. As you know, I've been uh, rifling through your Amazon bins today. Um, we're going to go right back to uh, the first thing you ever bought on Amazon, okay? 2003. Man. 18 years ago. <laughs> April 2003. <laughs> 18 years ago, Eleanor. Shall
1: I set this, tell you the setting of my life at the time?
0: I would love that.
1: Yeah. I was um, a young engineer living in Dublin. Oh. I hadn't done comedy. Um, I was probably... I was involved in amateur dramatics at the time and that was very like exciting for me. And I thought I was, I was like, I I don't know, I really like this stage business. I really like this (laughs) attention (laughs) stuff. (laughs) And I, yeah, I was in the, uh, working in a a civil service kind of job position and I was soon to take a break from that. So I I would imagine if I bought something, it was nothing to do with work. Uh, I I had zero interest in it at the time.
0: So it's really interesting how many uh, comics were in the civil service at one stage. Like Athena Koblenu came on oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago and uh, Rashine Connaty used to work in the civil service. Yeah, Athena
1: was a civil engineer, the same as I was as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Ah. Um, so you were itching to get out of there and you were in Ireland at this point? Yes, yeah.
1: that's right.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, well, April 2003, I can tell you that you bought uh, Choice Theory, A New Psychology of Personal Freedom by William Well, Glasser, Glasser, I suppose I would say. Yes,
1: yes, I remember that book. Uh Yeah.
0: A new new psychology that, if practised, could reverse our widespread inability to get along with one another. An (laughs) an inability that is the source of almost all unhappiness. Is this just because you were working with too many engineers? Why did you need
1: this? I was just having a lot of conflict in my life, I think. And I needed a new psychology, clearly to to manage that to learn how to get on better with people um is that
0: so that's what it all comes down to just just be be a better person with other people
1: no no it was oh. i was like i guess uh yeah just trying to read up and learn about the world i think that 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 book is more to do with education and how education works so yeah it was nothing to do with what i thought it might be it was nothing to do with work or amateur drama i thought it was going to be some play actually, that I was working on at the time. Some one-act Alan Akeburn play. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it I, uh, turns out I had other things on my mind as well.
0: So you were, you were itching to get away from uh, uh, engineers and, and to, to jump into, well, not even amateur dramatics, professional dramatics. Yes. Uh, but you were also... Why? Why did you decide to get this book for yourself? Do you think what was it? Was it about? Was what was it that attracted you to this book? Was it like? Was it like um, completely uh, rewiring your brain to be with other people? Uh, what was the sort of? What was the leap? Do you think that made you buy it? A difficult question. Eighteen years later, I realised.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess I. Oh man, this is going to sound so arsey Um. Good. But Love that. yeah. Um. I. I, I I'm always a bit kind of um, oversensitive um, and uh, I'm always looking like'm I'm, I'm oversensitive and I get um, uh, angry and I'm always looking for like um, a, a theory that might explain things. I'm always confused. Oh, this I'm talking absolute bollocks now, Tom.
0: No, oh, oh contraire, <laughs> as they would say in France oh. or maybe Bel- Belgium. I'm really interested in that. So, so you you're very sensitive. Obviously, the perfect thing to do then is to work in showbiz. That makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: exactly. When people, you know, everyone can criticise you. Um, it's great for your. Your mental health. <laughs> that.
0: Don't, don't you don't you feel when people say and they say I've heard this so many times over the last twenty years? You just got to grow a thick skin. And I'm always like, my thin my my skin has never been thinner. Like I have the thinnest. If you
1: skin. had a thick skin, you would be a terrible performer and actor. It's a terrible idea to get a thick skin. A thick skin, thick skin yes. people are are bad at sensitivity and all of the things that you need to be a, a comedian yes. and a performer. So they're they're absolutely wrong. They couldn't.
0: We right, we we like to watch, you know, on stage. We like to look at delicate flowers, not concrete blocks. Yeah, right? people who
1: c- who cry to... and and feel their feelings.
0: Can you uh, can you oh, that sniff that sniff then sounded like emotion? Yeah. Uh, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a new It's heavy uh, road. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's a new record for crying on my mate. Bought <laughs> within minutes. Tom had it. um Can you? This is a, a big acting challenge that people have sometimes set me. Can you cry on demand?
1: Um, I have done it, but I don't. know. I don't think it's. I don't think I have that anymore. Um, no. I think my brain is ruined.
0: <laughs> Why is your brain ruined? What's ruined your brain? My
1: phone, I'm, my phone, and the internet <laughs> oh, yes. and social media. I don't think mm, yes. I have those depths. Yes, they're there, yes. but but it's. Um, I need I need about two years off in the wilderness yeah. to, to reconnect.
0: Uh, we'll talk about it later because we get onto this, actually.
1: <laughs> My w- wilderness thing is there too, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: the, the, the wilderness, but also the the anger with social – not anger, but the needing to disconnect from social media because I'm that's something I believe in so much and yet I'm doing fucking nothing about. It's, it's like being an environmentalist and still driving uh, a diesel SUV. That is what I'm doing with social media. I hate it so much and yet every day – I pour hours of my life into it. It's a nightmare. Yeah. A nightmare. But yeah, we'll, get, we'll, come well, we'll come on to that. Let, let's just enjoy being in the in the noughties. We're in 2006 now. All right. Long before Twitter came and took a dump on your eyes. <laughs> and uh, there's some interesting books here. There are some really interesting books. You've got a lot of Seinfeld. Uh, you've got Artist's Way, the 10th anniversary edition uh, by Julia Cameron. Can you tell us about this?
1: Yes. Uh, I'm sure I've probably even purchased this more than once uh, in my uh, timeline. Uh, this is a book... Um, that is, I guess it's just very widespread um, book, which is a way, um, it's like a a 10-week course to connect back into your creativity. Um, So this lady, Julia Cameron, you you do it yourself in this workbook. She um, has, yeah, just set up or, or constructed this, like personal curriculum for reconnecting so one of the things that she says to do is these morning pages you wake up in the morning and you do kind of free writing like three pages mm. of free writing and whatever comes out is fine yeah. uh you, you're supposed to take yourself on an artist's date which yeah <laughs> Love
0: it. yeah T- I mean tell me about that the
1: artist date uh, I think for my artist date um I went on a furniture restoration course, which is something I don't have, like, I don't know anything about or this is nothing to do with, you know, obviously any other kind of um, creative area, you know, where I, which I do, we do professionally. This is yeah. just a totally like a hobby thing. Uh, and oh, I went and I going. did, yes, I learned yes. how to paint kind of shabby chic paint effects on furniture uh, for a day. And it was—it's was great. It's was really nice.
0: And I mean, did you did you get to first base? Are you go, are you going to go for a second date with this, with this
1: <laughs> artist? I mean, it's how long? That was two thousand and six, so it's fifteen okay. years now. So it's—I'd say it's unlikely. Uh,
0: you've been—you've been—you haven't been trying to get in touch. You haven't been ghosting yourself. No. Over the last <laughs> <years>. <laughs> It's a beautiful yeah. thing to do. But I lo- I like all these uh, books and self-help things, which people can be very dismissive of. And it, it annoys me when they're dismissive of them because they can come across as a bit gimmicky. Mm. But the classics like this, there are classics in all sorts of departments. This is creative. There's things like The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. The, the classics of books. And often you only need to take one or two things yeah. from each of these books. And you don't realise, but it becomes part of you. And it, they can really make a difference.
1: Yes, and, and I think it's... The- the uh i i did one recently where i got just a a a small tip uh was there's a book which is in there i'm sure um called stand firm and Mm -hmm. it's i guess it's kind of it's 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 still self-help but it's kind of anti-self-help it's it's about it kind of takes the theories of the stoics the uh uh I think, uh, I, I, I actually don't know much about Stokes at all, but they were people who had a philosophy of mental health, which was to kind of put yourself to hardship um, and that that kind of builds resilience in yourself. Yeah. And this Stand Firm book is a kind of a modern kind of uh, writing of that. And the, uh, one of them was to read more novels, was one of the, um, the tips the guy had because it's kind of, I guess, I, I guess the consumption of information in like short bites is kind of like, it's, it's not very good for your brain. Uh, like mm. If you kind of can take in a story over a longer period, um, that that was, that that is kind of, um, it, it, it induces a more restful kind of mental state.
0: Yes, yes, because we're all on such high alert at the moment on every possible level. Society's on high alert. We're personally on high alert. We're professionally on high alert. And it doesn't help that information is short and punchy. These are short little paper cuts of information all the time. Yes,
1: yeah. So that was one uh, thing you're talking about. But it, it, there's so much like self-help that is self-help that isn't, doesn't even... Get called self help. Like I think that guy Jordan Peterson, who people think of a kind of a you know a man's, he's like the, this writer and he wrote this book, these twelve rules for living, and mm. all of these. Uh, I, I guess his supporters are kind of more along the um, the men's rights, you know, and incel kind of um, mm. uh, track. But it's actually like a self help book that he's written. I think. Mm. from what Have I've, you read it? i i ha- no i just i just know the 12 it's these 12 rules for a living and it's things like you know tidy your room <laughs> and that's what would be in a self help book you know yeah. which I- yeah. if 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 i feel like if it was kind of if it had like and eat, pray, love kind of cover it would get a very different yes.
0: response. But that's it, isn't it? It's amazing because a man's written it. It's a manifesto. Yeah, yeah. It's um, but it's like uh, I say this all the time. Sebastian Fox is he's a romance writer. That's what he is. Yeah. Sebastian Fox is a romance writer. But of course, it's a man in a man's book, dressed up like a man's book. It's serious literature. Shortlist him. Shortlist him at once. Yes. It's true the artist's way a spiritual path to higher creativity i love all this stuff i need to find more time in my life for this sort of stuff excellent 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 um the mad woman of sh is it shiloh Shilo.
1: Shilo. yes
0: um tell us about this book now please.
1: this is this is getting into it this is a play um, that I um studied at college. Uh, when I went and studied performance, uh, for okay. a few years uh, in Dublin. So you've
0: left the engineering world at this I've point. I've left engineering
1: now, and uh, oh my word, did I love this play! Um, it's oh. such a fun, uh, it's an absurd, um, play, uh, by Guy. It might be Jean Genet.
0: Uh, It's Jean. I mean, to be fair, I am looking at it. So don't do not think this is intelligence. This is just the fact. Tell me who wrote it. it. Jean Giraudoux. Giraudoux.
1: Yeah. 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 We did good there. Adapted by
0: Maurice Valenci, of course. Maurice Valenci. One of my favorite adapters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So it was um, uh, in in my third year in Yuli, we did that play, uh, uh, and I, it was such fun. It's, it's, it's seriously, it's really funny.
0: Did you feel like you were shedding a skin when you left engineering and leapt onto the stage?
1: Yes, I did. And I, how I know that is because I uh, reversed, I went into reverse uh, about five years later. So uh, in Ireland, when you're leaving the civil service, you can take a, a career break, um, which allows you to leave your job, but they will hold it for you uh, until oh, you make a decision.
0: That's so evil because that's institutionally that saying. Go on then, off you go. Yeah, go and see the big wide world. She'll be back.
1: Yeah, it? it is. Yeah, oh. it's exactly that. And every at the end of every year, you you have to make a, a you know let them know what your plans are. So oh. I, after five years. I was, I had to make a call, like the final call on it all. And uh, I kind of thought, do you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go back. I'm going to see what it's, what it's, what it's like. And maybe, maybe, you know, I can, I can, I guess comedy wasn't a nine to five job at the time. Mm. Um, I had been to uni and I was doing it, but I thought it'd be great to have like, you know, a salary and doing this as well. Those are great
0: things. I've heard of them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're really, and banks really like them as well. Salaries. Oh, banks love huge. those.
0: Huge. Yeah. The man is a big fan of your salary.
1: Big fan. Yeah. Um, so I went back and I had to put, the process of that, which I didn't realise, was putting all the layers back on to myself interesting
0: so you were, how long did you go back for this is like you know the, the parents saying go on, go and camp in the garden then you and then you come you come back in at 2am damp and in, in tears
1: yeah yeah and I, I shall i tell you how long i lasted <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i love it I, this is delicious this is going to be i mean is it a week is it 2 weeks is it a month
1: 8 days 8 working days is how long i lasted <laughs> And at least one of those involved head on the desk, asleep, uh, like full on, uh, full on That's REM great. sleep.
0: That's
1: great. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Let's uh, skip on ahead. We're going to go now mm-hmm. uh, to 2010. Hey. Tiernan, 2010. Uh, and uh, this, this is an interesting one. Um, you bought, there's only one thing you bought in 2010. Oh. Right. Um, it's st- you're still in Ireland at this stage. Mm-hmm. I can see it because I can see your address. My have I mean, we've never met. This is so, um, this is completely weird. Um, anyway, uh, you bought Domino, the Book of Decorations. A room by room guide to creating a home that makes oh. you
1: happy. <laughs> Still have it? Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good sign. Yeah. 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 Um, it is a good book. That one uh i do quite like to dip in and out of it uh, were
0: you moving in somewhere at the time were you trying to s- sort of spruce things up what was what was you what were your surroundings why was this book gonna happen? i
1: think i think because i've always lived you know in house shares and, and rented things i'm always struggling with this kind of like how much can you make can you do to your house to make it your home uh mm. and i've always wanted to like uh, I guess you know, do up a house, but I've never owned one. Um, mm. but I think that book, like a girl's guide to decorating, was kind of, um, it was it was something it was written from for for somebody who who has maybe a rented house uh and wants right. to do. The kind of things that a landlord won't mind you doing to their house. Uh, Do
0: what you like, just no blue tuck, all right. Yeah, okay. yeah sell
1: a tape. No. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some excellent reviews. Uh, one Amazon customer, very American, four stars. Nice rooms, but very American. I'm not sure how many ideas will be usable over here, as our rooms are so much smaller. <laughs> What's i mean what is in this book is it like you know, giant fridges and stuff
1: i think um like they, they like one of the things was like you know paint paint a room black uh, you know.
0: just a random room yeah
1: um or paint your fridge like that was kind of things they were advising i'm not sure where that person is coming from um
0: mm. well not america clearly obviously They've really taken a no. dislike to the book on that on European.
1: That plus Plus as well, um, 2010, I had quit uh, alcohol, drinking alcohol as well. So I think when I did that, there was a whole period of, like I had been a, basically out every night for mm-hmm. a decade. And <laughs> <laughs> that was, that when I was doing that, like I was kind of pretty much like, you know, not really taking great care of my surroundings at home. Yes. Um. Yes. So when I quit drinking, I was like, oh, I'm going to create this beautiful nest for myself, you know, in the house and it's, I'm going to be, you know, be nurturing and Drink fresh to squeezed orange juice every morning in my nest, mm. and that mm. I think that the timing of that book suggests that that was uh, what what was going on. I think
0: one of one of the most pleasurable things about doing this podcast for me is when you see people uh, buying stuff because they're looking after themselves. Like I really enjoy that. You you learn a lot about what what people are by how they look after themselves, and that is you nesting and trying to protect yourself. And mm. and the alcohol thing. Are you still are you teetotal now? Was this just like a year off thing?
1: No, I'm still teetotal yeah
0: right okay okay so it's you did yeah this was a this is obviously kind of a a flipping moment leaving that all behind
1: very much yeah I had I had wanted to do it for a long time but I guess I had it it just took me an age to um take just take take it seriously enough take myself seriously enough like it sounds um maybe it's not like it's 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 very earnest (laughs) but it's a thing that you have to go no you know this is this is this is your life you're talking about uh yeah. and you're you're like um you're gonna you're just throwing it away. Um so yeah it was a it was a uh uh there was a bit of a um there was there were numerous chats with myself that were had <laughs> like my, my inner artist wasn't, <laughs> uh, wasn't um, being, being fed and nourished uh, very well. So uh, yeah, it took a while for the re the, the penny to drop and then it just did. And then it, one day it just was like, okay, this is the day it's happening. And wow. uh, that was great.
0: Well, this was January. You bought the book, so was it at the beginning of the year? Was it like a post New Year thing?
1: So, if that's two thousand and ten, it would yeah. be. It, I I quit drinking in September two thousand and eight, which okay. was the I I quit drinking the same night. Ireland's economy completely tanked, yes. and do you remember the? Well, well I don't. I I don't expect people to remember this, but the IMF uh, were called into Ireland's economy on the thirty first September two thousand and eight. Um, Mm. as like this like massive you know oh fuck the country the country might go under and um yeah it it just happened that my mental state did as
0: well on the same on the same evening I mean what a time what a time to sober up if there's ever a moment to not sober up yeah
1: I was I was perfectly perfectly in in tune and in time with my with my nation and um yeah so yeah that very day that next day I was uh hangover and in Dublin and uh just kind of uh walking around the streets and like kind of oh what am I doing in my life and uh I just remembered that um there was this thing I had been looking up to to you know as something that helps you to quit alcohol and I went oh that's what I'm gonna do today that's that's what's 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 on i just had a, had a yeah my my day de- my day was clear and i was like okay this yeah. is this is it nobody's nobody's gonna miss me today i'm gonna yeah put my head into this
0: amazing mm. it took a financial crash i mean worth it worth the financial armageddon that you stopped drinking. yeah
1: there yeah. has been a consensus in ireland about that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm Scott Hancock, and I host From Queer to Eternity, a new podcast exploring what it means to be queer, where we have conversations like this. I look at younger generations and go, you
1: can just Google this stuff. The fact that the only mention of queerness was don't
0: get AIDS. If I'd been marrying a girl, that would not have happened.
1: Maybe we can find a a universality that that we weren't aware of before.
0: That's why this podcast is so great, because actually, I guess we just don't think to speak of this stuff, and yet it's part of our fabric. From Queer to Eternity. Available to listen to now from the Great Big Owl Company. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you.
1: Patreon.com forward
0: slash So 2013, 2013. Okay. Uh, uh, Eleanor Tinan, you bought a uh, visual CBT using pictures to help you apply cognitive behavior therapy to change your life. I'm fascinated by cognitive behavior therapy. Fascinated.
1: Yes. And I I think I'm very fascinated by it as well and and other kinds of therapy uh, too. But um, I was starting to prepare for a show that I was going, I would go on to do. I uh-huh. love it when people say things like that. I would that would come later. <laughs> I hear this is people what happens like, when you you know this is the narrative arc of your life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I had one of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so there was a show that I I I um put together in Ireland um I think called the National Therapy Project and basically I I imagined imagine that the government decided to heal the people oh. and what that might look like um oh. so i tried to research different kind of therapeutic strategies that the government might how would they mm. how would they go about doing that so around these what, what what it what it turned into was um these um like comedy meditation classes.
0: Tell us about those. How did those go?
1: I they were great. They went really well. So people would come to the space and they did they, they were they knew they were coming to a comedy show, but what they ca- saw so when they came in was um I guess a kind of a um the the place was set up like a soft play area with fairy lights everywhere. And in the middle of the room was a pile of potatoes and everybody had to take a potato and meditate with their potato. (laughs) (laughs) And we we sorted out. Basically, we just went through all of Ireland's um, past uh, trauma. And um, sat with it as they say to do uh, uh, for for the hour, and yeah, it was it was um, it was a fun thing to do.
0: When you do comedy meditation, though, isn't there are people giggling rather than concentrating? Or do you think that actually helps? The laughter helps.
1: Yeah, like I, I wasn't trying to stop people from laughing uh, yeah. <laughs> throughout. It was it was it was funny because people obviously normally at comedy shows people are sitting in chairs, but that affects. Um, your, uh, your, your whether or not you laugh in a situation because you're looking at the people to your left and to your right and in front of you and you're taking your cues from them. While in this mm. situation, people were lying flat on their backs on the floor, so they were deprived the visual of people yes. to their left and their right. Yes. So when I was, I guess I, I was reading out the med- meditation script with a kind of a, a soft. Um, pan pipes type music un- underneath, and they might feel the urge to laugh. But they, the person who also found that funny, might be right over the other corner of the room, and they would. The, you know, I, I, it was, it was, it was an incredible for experience for me to be looking at an audience just kind of finding their laughter partners <laughs> throughout yes. throughout the room. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was. It was. It was such a. a um, like cuz i think i think comedy i like comedy i think it works well when the audience has the most amount of discovery I- in it where they they know as little as possible coming in and they um they 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 make the decision about what's funny while you know there can be comedy that like does all the work for the audience and kind of lays it out um mm. uh for them i'm trying to think of an of an example but um I guess TV comedy goes more in that direction but things that yeah. are, are kind of a little bit more um, weird and wonderful the audience has to come to the, come to it themselves and decide mm. that yes this is this is I say this is funny this tickles me so that was something I you know in, enjoyed watching the audience do
0: It's just brilliant I love it I absolutely love it I just love the image of Goodbye, engineering. Hello, room full of people meditating <laughs> to a potato. Yeah. But also, but also, I mean, completely the idea of finding the comedy within. I mean, that does sound like we're really crawling slowly up our own arses, but it is mm, true. Yeah. If, you, if you can engage with uh, comedy, like to be part of a group, so lying down on the floor, that's brilliant. And I, I, whenever I've done that, like I've, I've done yoga or in rehearsal rooms for stuff if you all lie on the the floor in a room full of other people there's a weird sense of being by yourself but also in a collective it's a really odd combination yeah yeah
1: that's yeah that's exactly it great it's great i love it i love
0: it okay good good good. all right we must move on um let's dive on now we're going to 2016 and look what happens to your address i see an address in london town so the move has happened by this point.
1: yeah right yes that's exactly it Wow, was that
0: was it the year you moved to 2016?
1: I did the Fringe in 2015. I came straight down afterwards. I got just got on the train and came down to London after the Fringe, in right. Edinburgh. So okay. yeah, it was. I was here four months. at That point.
0: Uh huh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um. And here we have you buying something which you know it, it does make quite a regular appearance on your Amazon <laughs> purchase history. I know uh, the Yogi Tea Lime Mint. Uh- <laughs> tea bags there's a total of 102 tea bags here oh
1: my word yeah yeah and they, they they never have them in the shop have you have you seen this yogi tea brand is that
0: no no but i'm confused because so tea lime, lime and mint are those the flavors
1: these are the flavors yes the yogi tea huge tea brand they're like in all they were just in the you know the health food shops that you know that have become more like whole food stores now yeah, they were yeah. just a kind of a a, a niche uh, kind of tea but they're starting to come into Tesco and Sainsbury's now at this I point see. but they were niche but this lime mint tea is the nichest of <laughs> this tea's brand in that all the shops that stock Yogi tea never have the lime mint one so uh-huh. it's it's something that i have to Go to Amazon for, uh, unfortunately,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I can see that. I can. I, it, it does appear again and again, again, and, again. and again. 13 pounds sixty six. You know, you're getting your supply. Have you Have you got to the point with your Amazon device? I don't know if you've done this or not. I've got about nineteen Alexas in the house, and uh, it, I order tea on Amazon as well. And I order it at such a regular interval. We always get through tea in like the same six week loop or whatever. So suddenly, I'll get a notification, and it's a robot telling me that it's nearly time for me to order tea again. Yeah. It's terrifying.
1: Yeah, do you want to reorder your tea?
0: Yeah. Yes, I do. The other one I got it with was was cacao nibs. It just felt felt so fucking ridiculous. The the base ingredient for chocolate on on subscription. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeff. I know you started with books in the 90s, but now uh, you are my my cacao nib dealer.
1: Oh, (laughs) my, my, Bought toaster. a toaster. Riding online shops just like a roller coaster. Toaster. Oh, don't it feel so fine when you're buying all of these strange things
0: online like books, weight sets, and posters. September 2018, the wellness syndrome. The wellness syndrome. This is this looks interesting. What's this is yeah. a, apparently a groundbreaking new book arguing that the ever-present pressure to maximize our wellness has started to work <laughs> against us.
1: This is a book I bought and I didn't read. I uh, don't know. Don't know if it's any good. Uh, oh, right, okay. yeah. <laughs> 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 it's one of those um yeah i think i i decided what it was and i i then i realized i prefer the idea of the book than actually yeah learning what's in it so
0: when it goes back to what you were saying earlier on about the, the sort of stoic approach to to life because this is according to this uh, it follows health freaks who go to extremes to find the perfect diet corporate athletes who start the day with a dance party it, it, so i guess it's portraying how extreme it can get when you look after yourself too much
1: yes and i guess the there's a lot of kind of fake science in in a lot of it as well say like the whole uh goop gwyneth paltrow scenario who has uh i don't think we can get sued for saying this but she's uh like uh advised people to put eggs in their vaginas and stuff which has dubious (sighs) medical benefits i think (laughs) It's disputed, anyway. It's just, yeah, Doctors aren't, can't agree on whether just, or not. It
0: just means that at the end of that process, you're making women, when they finished putting eggs in their vaginas, you're making women lay an egg.
1: Yes, which, you know, there's no... I don't, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to lay an egg.
0: Just make them cluck and get, get in touch with our inner chicken. I don't know. It just, there, there, there are so many, and I think Amazon is partly responsible for this. There is a whole plethora of self-help stuff that... That would have been in parts of the bookshop that maybe we didn't go into in a physical bookshop, and Amazon gets to us, and and we can be overstimulated by these things.
1: Yeah, I think I think I kind of got the book, and then I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it mm. is there is too much of this, so uh, mm. I, I'll I'll it didn't go on my top things to read.
0: No, and pretty ironic as well. Pretty ironic as well. There's a book about too many self-help books, and here is the book complaining about too many self-help books that is in itself. Myself up. I, I mean, that is like me making. It's like me making a podcast about too many white middle class men talking on podcasts. and It's just me and Dave. You know. It's just. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's let's crash on through to 2020 now before we finish today's podcast, Eleanor. Uh, and thank you so much for coming to do this. Um, I love this. I love that you've bought this at the beginning of 2020. This is hilarious. Bought. <gasps> you bought a book by Jenny O'Dell called "How to Do Nothing," which at the beginning of 2020. <laughs>
1: perfect yes do you ever get that the re- i think yeah it's, uh, you're, it's just coming back to how i got it i think at the time i was there's, there's a thing sometimes when i you get when you have some free time
0: yeah oh
1: and you oh my god you don't know how to do with it
0: i'm obsessed with this it, I, I call it leisure anxiety.
1: Yes, this is what I was. I was like, I don't know what to do with my free time, and I'm terrified of making the wrong decision <laughs> <laughs> with my free time, and and doing something that wasn't a great use of it, and then I won't get free time again for a while, and I'll be like, why did you not? You're supposed to, you know, bake a break bread, and you knitted a scarf.
0: That was a terrible idea. (laughs) That fucking scarf! I'm going to use that to hang myself. (laughs) God damn it! It's the curse of the. It's it's been a curse of my life. Leisure anxiety. I am never happy when I have free time. The day before, (laughs) the day before, I look at that and I'll be like, oh my god, tomorrow. (gasps) I've got nothing to do. Oh, delicious. <laughs> yeah. And tr- cut to 24 hours later, and I'm fucking miserable.
1: I hate it. Yes! I hate having Why? nothing to do.
0: Well, can we solve this, please, now, before we finish the podcast? Because I genuinely feel like this would be self-help for people. Because it is. it's to do with, for me, it's to do with massive anxiety. It's to do with complete ADHD. I'm always thinking of a billion things I could be doing. I can't settle on one thing and trust my own decision. That's a key thing. I can't trust my own decision to just stick at something.
1: Yeah. Yeah and you know the you stop your mind going into the possibilities of what i could have done yes you didn't that's the point you didn't do those things so you don't know yeah. what it would have been like and
0: this is why the cinema is a good one because once you're in the cinema you're locked in you've really got to stay in there and watch that thing you can't just wander off yeah um but yeah i like that i'm really pleased that you've got that as well thank you i feel better i've I'm
1: i've now sure. you've you're the first person to put a turn a label on it for me which yeah. is so helpful
0: leisure anxiety that's what it is i've Mm. I've been i've moaned about this for years it's um i I, do you know know what it is as with everything as with everything it all comes down to just just lower your fucking expectations
1: everything absolutely everything comes down to that
0: just don't expect to have a nice time yeah and and, and, and people are also a bit of a miserable way to do it not really i'm never disappointed then yeah yeah the stoics would like that i think too god i'm a stoic but i'm I'm too enthusiastic and babyish to be a stoic but i think i am um and look here you are mid-lockdown may 2020 you bought the adult jigsaw a frida carlo pink 1000 piece jigsaw someone is living their best life and it's you eleanor dear. yeah
1: it was a yeah it was um yeah a a, a a specific purchase for this is this is pure to you know please myself it's not yeah. for anything i'm just gonna just going to enjoy doing a bit of a jigsaw
0: for a while. Well, that, but also a jigsaw is quite a good, as is a Sudoku, quite a good solution to leisure anxiety because you're, you're sort of it sort of occupies you in a kind of neat way. It's quite mm. a good one. You don't have much choice. Um, and look, thirtieth of July, 2020, twenty twenty, nine ninety nine on the Benax Muscle Roller Stick
1: for your, for your
0: trigger points. Is that any good?
1: Yeah, they're right. all good, but I don't use them that much. Like they, right. they just, I guess just things to have there really aren't they and when you uh have a problem with a muscle or a joint you just reach mm. they've worked they have worked for me yeah
0: mm. okay okay because i i got done by one of those once. that they, they, they basically it looks like almost looks like a sex toy but it's basically l- like a drill but with a round bubble at the end and and you get you just get pummeled i went to a, a chiropractor oh yeah. who pummeled my back and it's um it was really good, but I, I giggled. The problem is whenever I get any kind of massage, I just giggle the whole time.
1: Does that put the mas- massage person off? Do they think this guy needs yeah. to take it more seriously?
0: Why is he, not, why is he laughing at my, uh, you know, uh, uh, my vocation in life?
1: And then they probably hurt you. Because- yeah, they do. It. <laughs> that's true.
0: I'll stop him fucking laughing.
1: Yeah. That's,
0: that's true. But that just makes me laugh more. <laughs> oh my God, I never thought about that. Um... Yeah, not good at being massage. Do you do you get aches and pains from running? Do you do a, how, how much running do you do?
1: Um I I I like to get up to about 20 or 25 miles a week, but okay. I um whenever I try and go that hard I injure myself it seems to be. So, uh, um I've got to keep it down to about maybe 10 or 15 miles a week I think for the moment.
0: Yes. Yes, I did exactly that. That that's why I in fact that's why I went to that chiropractor. That yeah very one is because i went crazy one week and i ran something like 40 kilometers in a week yeah an idiot a complete idiot i tried i think i ran every day or something and the end of the week my back went and i was out for a oh. month what a, what a dollar what a dollard. yeah okay look final thing and the final thing for today's episode of my mate bought a taster and this is something we we referred to earlier on and it's something i believe in very strongly and it it's i've got to do something about it maybe this book is what's going to help it's by uh, jeron lanier and it's been 10 <laughs> arguments for deleting your social media accounts right now yeah i mean you've got 20000 followers so <laughs> you're really happy to put all those people in a bin hmm? are you hmm?
1: no i'm not i don't i don't have the courage to do it just yet uh, it's uh, i yeah i'm locked in Yeah um, <laughs>
0: that is the know. problem isn't it
1: yeah yeah I, and i to be fair like i like people use the word cesspit <laughs>
0: about, <laughs> <laughs> about you or social media
1: about social media okay, and okay. i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's as bad as all that um i just feel like um the anxiety for me is the time and the where i feel like i could have done all these other things i could have had more leisure time and been anxious in in it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh, it's just yeah that kind of sense of your life kind of uh dwindling
0: mm. <laughs> oh, oh, what a what a positive what a way to end as people think i've just dwindled my life away for an hour listening to this oh, yeah
1: yeah sorry nobody it,
0: it, it's true and it's you know again if you can look at the last and I'm sorry to throw this number out there, but pretty much 20 years of you buying stuff on Amazon. Sorry to uh, slam that down, but you know, early on you buying ooch. the artist. Oof. I know, I know, it hurts. Artist way, choice theory, decorating your house, building yourself a nest, and then in the last few years, it's things like getting getting myself off social media. Do you know what I mean? It's it. Social mm-hmm. media was. I feel like it's reducing us. It's boiling us down, and it's 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 so hard especially with doing what we do because we need it i use it all the fucking time to advertise this fucking podcast so what am i what am i supposed to do he- what i'm saying is help me
1: yeah well that's uh okay i don't, I don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> um final thing look at this essentials of russian grammar a complete guide for students and professionals mm, mm. why why
1: on you du- i'm on duolingo am i with uh, learn russian for the last oh! Eight or nine months, and it's it's actually n- not that good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Russian is great. No criticism of the Russian language, right? Uh, all for it. Um, uh, but as a way to learn, uh, I don't think I'm taking it in as as um, as well as it could be. So I said I'll buy a little backup book that I can right. look into. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So so you've been doing it for eight months. I mean, do do you have like conversations in it yet, or are you just listening to endless Russian podcasts?
1: You just listen to phrases. the the at this app Duolingo just um, asks you to repeat phrases back or um, translate things and learn new words and gives you tasks every day to do in Russian.
0: Wow. Is there a view to maybe head east eventually and do a gig in Russian? You know, could happen.
1: I think I I, I, lo- I thought maybe I'd be able to do some kind of translation work, uh, oh. you know, for kind of spy stuff or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, put that out there. <laughs> get some spy yeah, work. Get some...
1: <laughs> we yes. have to we have to, you know, what Rishi Sunak say we have to be looking at other careers.
0: Yeah. It's true. We need side hustles. Give GCHQ hustle, a call. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks thanks to Rishi. I'm now a spy and yeah. a comedian <laughs> at the same time. Um, listen, Ella, thank you so much uh, for joining me on My Mayport Taster. And what's your Twitter bits, please? So I can tell everyone they'll all follow you and then you'll be even more glued to that place.
1: Thanks, guys. At Eleanor Tiernan on all of them. E-L-E-A-N-O-R.
0: Um, that was really good. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you so much for that huge invasion of your privacy. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm I've you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come out of your account now, though. You might be pleased to hear. <laughs> Done. That's it. That's it. But could you do me a favour? Could you keep your password as Tom Price forever? If you love walk out that back door. Eleanor Tiernan on this week's My Mate Bought a Toaster. There you go. Brilliant, brilliant guest. Uh, I've got so many fantastic people coming on the show in the next few weeks. I have got a very full diary recording loads of these, and they are all absolutely brilliant. I've just had an email just now from someone who is a proper hero of mine, and he's coming on. I'm so happy. And if you want to see who I am talking about, then guess what? I've put it up on Patreon. I'm revealing future guests. Patreon.com forward slash ToasterPod, and you can see who we've got coming up in the next video few weeks. And there's loads of other goodies up there as well, including ad-free and early access uh, to future episodes, all for as little as £3 a month. And thank you, thank you to those of you who are supporting us on Patreon. It is so, so helpful, yours. Uh, anyway, that was the fantastic Eleanor Tidden. Give her a follow on Twitter so she's stuck on Twitter forever. And that's it. It's the end of another episode. Well done for getting to this point. I'm genuinely impressed. See you next week. I can't be the same always. I do love you, Debbie. I don't want you by the rest of my day. I want,
1: never say we're do. I want, never say we're do. GreatBigOwl.com
0: I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen
1: Monk. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia
0: <laughs> page? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's good to practice. <laughs> a podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm going <laughs> to fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that per sec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> uh, just Can you not say er your... uh, in the advert? <laughs> Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin' or Great Big Owl.
0: We'll see you there. That was alright.